Hello, my name is Colin Reed with Project Spurs, and today will be part one of a Spurs trade deadline preview. What we're going to investigate here in part one is how the Spurs will be treating this trade deadline and what their goals are for both this season and moving forward. So what a lot of this topic will center around is the fact that there was reporting by Sham Sharania of The Athletic that the Spurs are receiving calls on a lot of their veteran players and they're listening. And those players are DeMar DeRozan, LaMarcus Aldridge, Rudy Gay, Patty Mills, and Trey Lyles. Um, a couple of those names, in my opinion, it's surprising that they're receiving calls on those players. And the Spurs would have to listen, especially since uh, I, would, I would imagine that none of those players are long-term prospects for them. But will they make a move at the trade deadline? And what kind of move will it be? So let's get into it. The first concept I wanted to talk about is something that you hear a lot around trade deadline time or, or you know, during the offseason, and that's, is this team a buyer or is this team a seller? And what are people really getting at when they're talking about, is a team a buyer or a seller? So a quote-unquote buyer would be a team that is willing to give up uh, part of their future, whether that might be draft picks or young players who who maybe aren't as good in the present, but look to develop to be good in the future. They're willing to give up those types of things to receive a player who helps them now. So for instance, a team like any championship contending team, a team like the Nets, a team like the Bucks, the Lakers, the Clippers, they would probably be willing to give up a young player or draft picks in order to get a player that would help them win the championship this season. The whole goal, you know, winning the championship. And it doesn't really do them much good to have a young player who might help them in five years when, for instance, with the Lakers, LeBron's window will probably be closed by then and they want to win now. So the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nets, all examples of teams that would be buyers because they're willing to give up short-term uh, or they're willing to give up long-term assets to improve their short-term odds. Now, a seller is the opposite of that. They are the teams that are helping these buyers get that uh, better-in-the-present type of player. They're willing to give up things that make them good now so that they can be better later. Um, you think of a team like the Philadelphia 76ers when they were doing the process. They were willing to give up basically anything that was helping them in the present uh, for things that were going to help their long-term goals. Right now, a great example of a very obvious seller is Oklahoma City. They have some young guys who are developing, but anyone who's kind of out of that young player range, uh, anytime they start playing good, they're getting traded for draft picks or young players. Um, think Chris Paul, you know, George Hill will probably be in that same camp. Um, so where are the Spurs in that? The truth is we don't exactly know what the Spurs thinking is. The reporting was very specific to talk about the fact that this is coming towards them. They're receiving calls. You know, they're not the ones making them. And yes, they're listening, but we don't know to the degree of which they're taking these calls seriously. They are receiving the calls, but we don't know if they are close to agreeing to anything or if they're just kind of entertaining the thought. You know, last trade deadline we heard reporting that the spurs are willing to listen on basically anything on their veterans um, and they're willing to consider anything and it sounds like they're maybe kind of in a similar position so ultimately it would sound like the spurs are sellers they're willing to trade players who don't fit their long-term goals but help them now 
you know, DeMar DeRozan helps the Spurs today <laughs> and trading him would leave a hole in the team construction that would make them worse today. No matter what they get back in a trade, their team will be worse today if they trade DeMar DeRozan. Um, and then, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge and Trey Lyles have either not played quite as much or had their struggles this season. Um, you know, different, both of them kind of have different situations. But um, Patty Mills and Rudy Gay certainly would also hurt the team by being traded. And it's hard to imagine the Spurs getting a talent upgrade from trading those two players, um, at least in the immediate. You know, trading any one of those players that have been mentioned would be more for getting a young player that fits with the young core who probably would develop along with the young core or getting a draft pick who they can turn into a young player who would develop with this young core. So those trade ideas are interesting because it's hard to imagine that they trade one of those players that have been mentioned in the reporting and get better today. So if they really are interested in doing that, that would make them sellers. Now, the interesting thing about the Spurs being sellers is that they have these kind of two competing goals right now. They have the goal of making the playoffs every year, especially while Greg Popovich is still the coach and probably even beyond that. But they also have the goal of developing their young players. And the interesting thing about the timeline of the young players is the young players are now the, the oldest of the young players. <laughs> uh, the young players are now too old to go into like a full rebuilding, you know, bottom out. We're taking everything away because, you know, DeJounte Murray is already on his contract extension. Derek White's contract extension will kick in next year. So they they are already kind of in this point in their career where, you know, kind of starting from zero doesn't really make sense. Not only that in the timeline aspect, but that's also true in the talent aspect. The young players are too good to let the Spurs completely bottom out. Even if they traded all of their veterans that helped them on the court, the Spurs might get into the lottery, but they would certainly be at the lower end of the lottery um, in that like, you know, 11, 12, 13 range because the young players are good enough now that they will keep them competitive for a playoff hunt, even if it's the play-in spot, even if they had none of those veterans around. So the Spurs are kind of a better team than your normal seller because sometimes when teams are in the position that the Spurs are in, where they're kind of in that playoff mix, but they're sellers, it's usually because they're on the downward trend, you know, the team can see, okay, you know, we have these good players, but they're kind of getting older and we're going to have to kind of take a step into rebuilding, but that's not where the Spurs are. They're, they're kind of an up and coming team. And so it's interesting for an up and coming team that's already kind of in the playoff mix to be a seller because that kind of means that you're taking a step back talent wise, um, but the Spurs are kind of growing talent wise and they're already kind of a playoff team with this young core. So I think that they might be taking calls on these players, but you really have to consider what are the Spurs' goals for this season and beyond, and if they're taking calls on these players, what kind of things would it take for them to trade these players that have been mentioned in the reporting? Those goals to me, as I mentioned before, making the playoffs, developing their young talent for the future. Those are kind of hard goals to do at the same time, and they've been doing it well this season, but it is a hard balance to walk. So that does make one think that a trade would have to still meet both goals, which would be difficult to do. So that's kind of part one of the trade preview of really getting to the mind of where the Spurs are at. In the future, I'll kind of do deep dives into uh, those players in the reporting and maybe different targets that the Spurs can have. But the first place that it's really important to get is get into the mind of the Spurs, 
front office right now? What are their goals? What are they thinking this trade deadline? Because it's always fun to think about the Spurs landing the biggest player, but you know, if we don't really have a clear idea of what their goals are, you know, any trades that we make, any fake trades become more fantasy-esque than they do reality-based. And so getting into their thought process can really help us see what are some things that they might realistically do this trade season. So part one has really just been getting into their mind. In the future, we'll go into some of the rules with trade, some of the cap ramifications, some of the players specifically, and maybe kind of the types of players they can be targeting this trade deadline if they do decide to make trades. But this has been part one. Uh, my name is Colin Reed with Project Spurs. Thank you and have a great day. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.